Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. From AccuWeather.com, this is Everything Under the Sun. It's our weekly podcast featuring in-depth interviews with experts from AccuWeather and from around the world, bringing you behind-the-scenes information, stories, and news on the weather, climate change, and the outdoors, covering topics from the worlds of science, sports, and space. It's all the information you need to weatherproof your life. And now, here's the host of Everything Under the Sun, AccuWeather meteorologist, Dean DeVore. Friends, welcome in to Everything Under the Sun. As we turn the calendar into December, meteorological winter has started, and my oh my, do we have some interesting weather that has been going on already in around the country. We're going to talk with Chief Meteorologist John Porter about what weather is going to do for you and what we at AccuWeather can do for you during the winter to help keep you weatherproofed in your life. Friends, sit back and relax. It's time to talk about everything under the sun from AccuWeather.com. Well, it has been a volatile couple of weeks here getting into this meteorological season. Now, um, as John Porter uh, joins me here, I always mess up in your title. What's your title? Uh, well, you just call me Chief Meteorologist. That works. <laughs> Senior Vice President, Chief Meteorologist, probably works fine. <laughs> you know, it's a when, little long. It is. I mean, but but you deserve it. I mean, you've been here and have so many hats on. It's all good for you. But uh, John, I wanted to get you in here because look, we've already had some real bouts of winter in parts of the country just coming off. What was really a volatile month in, in, in November? Look at, look at November from the Midwest, Northeast point of view. It was summery for almost a week or two at the beginning of the month. We had that deep dive of cold air in the middle of the month that caused all kinds of problems, records, uh, lake effect snows again that AccuWeather was all over just about a week or so ago. Then it relaxed. Then it's coming back a little bit. It's like a roller coaster ride now, and the frequency of that time between the changes is shorter. But we've already seen some problems with uh, snow and 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 visibility and driving. And as we turn the page to meteorological winter, because we meteorologists just keep it simple, December, January, February, <laughs> the three coldest months when you look at the climatology, that's what we call meteorological winter. We've got some great tools at AccuWeather we wanted to talk about to get people through. Um, and, and I also wanted you to kind of follow up on some of the things that we've talked about over the last couple of weeks that have come to fruition. In fact, John, as we're recording this on Friday, just uh, came off a call with there's some bad snow squalls out in the west here, out around, uh, I think, Cheyenne, Wyoming, and uh, that this morning here That's as we right. record this on Friday. So winter is hitting hard. It's going to be a, a situation where parts of the country are going to have some problems, and AccuWeather is here to help, and we're going to tell people how we do that, John. That's right, uh, Dean. Good to be with you, as always. I think there's a couple of factors here. Um, the threats from winter storms come in a lot of different ways, yes, right? Sir. Not only just these big storms that produce snow and ice and uh, high winds over a broad area, but sometimes, as we've talked about before, they can be very localized just as dangerous concerns like the snow squalls we had a couple of Fridays ago here in Pennsylvania, which resulted in 
uh, some traffic accidents and a big impact across the state that we were uh, forecasting for days in advance and helping people stay updated as they move through. And then also what you mentioned this morning, where we just sent out notifications, push notifications on the AccuWeather app talking about the concerns about snow squalls across parts of the Denver metro area, for example. So those snow squalls can develop quickly. They only last for a brief period of time, but they can have a big impact. And we put a lot of time and effort into describing all those types of weather events, Dean, in the free AccuWeather app, both in terms of not only what's happening right now and the next few hours, but what's coming in the days ahead push notifications as well as great tools like Wintercast mm-hmm. to help you understand just how much snow we're expecting in your backyard and what's the prospects for a little bit more and a little bit less. We talked about the snow squall situation just a couple of weeks ago, and I know you at the time when I was sending that up, uh, proud that you know the local National Weather Service office here in State College has been a leader on that, getting snow squall warnings out to, to people, but they worked with us because we were and AccuWeather really in a situation where we felt that this was something that needed to be looked at because the kinds of warnings that we were giving in those situations weren't telling the whole story. So we made some suggestions, and it was a good team effort. It was a great, yeah. uh, The public and private sector. Yeah, it's a great example of of, uh, weather industry working very collaboratively with that we do with uh, NOAA's National Weather Service and governments all around the world. In this case, the Weather Service was producing some great, information about snow squalls in Pennsylvania and also out of the Binghamton, New York forecast office. But the way it was getting routed by the National Weather Service, it was sort of ending up in the in a placeholder that not a lot of people would see and it wasn't available to immediately push out. So we worked with them to do that. And now we have snow squall warnings mm-hmm. that the government issues all around the uh, country in advance of those kinds of events. And again, it's all about being prepared and aware of what your threats are. And with snow squalls, I was mentioning on the AccuWeather Network when we were dealing with this uh, situation in Pennsylvania a couple of Fridays ago, if you just delay your trip by 15 or 20 minutes, that's all we're asking. That's all we're asking, And that, right. that really makes a whole difference from being in a situation where you're then caught in a situation, Dean, where the, where the visibility you can't see just a couple of feet in front of you versus if you just delay your trip a little bit. I know it's an inconvenience, but it can save your life. Oh, and also, not you know, not just delay, but if you find yourself getting caught in that, where where you need to pull off, it's right. not necessarily right on the side because if that's coming through, whiteout conditions, nobody can see you. So, yeah, all those kinds of things need to be thought of. But uh, you know, one of the things that I've been thinking of is again this idea: we're seeing more and more um, snow squalls. We're seeing more and more severe weather in seasons, part of the year that we've talked about that we're not used to it. November into December, possibilities of severe weather. I mean, 10, 15 years ago, that would have been a big anomaly, and now it's okay. It happens occasionally now. Right, it does. And I think this is one of the things that we uh, we always stress here at AccuWeather. In a changing climate, mm-hmm. extreme weather events are happening in places and times of the year that people don't necessarily ass- ass- assess or sort of feel a risk for those threats to occur. And that's why it's just really important to be extra weather aware um, know about what are the threats in your community and what's coming. Um, one of the things that we always tell people is, again, the AccuWeather app, a, a free download out of the Apple App Store or Google Play on Android. And uh, turn on push notifications so that we can send you not mm-hmm. only government weather warnings, right. but also relevant news stories and updates, just like we did talking about these snow squalls, sending out extra insights from our team of over 100 expert meteorologists and also, Dean, we have a great service called the Premium Plus 
feature that can be activated in the AccuWeather app, and that provides another way for us to to uh, send information about all kinds of different severe weather, complements and extends the benefit of government weather warnings. And when our team here sees something that perhaps the government hasn't issued yet or hasn't provided that level of of, uh, detail or accuracy on, our meteorologists send that through the AccuWeather Premium Plus service. So many times we're able to provide extra advance notice ahead of any other source than this tornado outbreak that we had in the south, south this week, just this past just week, this right? past week, we were on many occasions able to provide more advance notice than any other source through our SkyGuard warnings for businesses and the Premium Plus app. One of several of the tornadoes, we provided four more minutes of precious extra time to get to safety uh, through that service, and another very valuable tool. And Dean, on that, we were talking about not only the tornadoes and the dangerous high winds mm-hmm. from those thunderstorms, but we kept emphasizing more than any other source the flash flooding risk. There was big time flash flooding in near Birmingham, Birmingham Alabama, and, Alabama and other areas, some yep. places where no one else issued flash flood warnings. Right. And our meteorologists issued those warnings through that feature. And so that Premium Plus, John, not only will, obviously, right now, it's pretty targeted on immediate stuff. But I think as we talked about it when that rolled out, the plan is not only for the immediate high impact in the next 12 hour, kind right. of two, three, four, 12 hours things. But also if we see a situation where, hey, the weekend's going to be great. Uh, it's been a really bad week, but the weekend's going to be great. In the, in the future, those are the kinds of notifications you have to help weatherproof your life and plan your life. Those kinds of yeah, things it's as all, well. It's, yeah, it's what we're working on. It's all about the planning, and we do send... Uh, uh, extra notifications on winter storms that are going to be impactful in different parts of the country. And again, it's just about giving the tools uh, that can be helpful to you. One of the other things that many people tell that tell me they love about the AccuWeather app and the AccuWeather TV network, among all the other uh, sources of AccuWeather information, is the real field temperatures in right. the winter, right? Right, and right? This is a great resource that uh, takes into account dozens of factors to help you feel figure out what it actually feels like outside. Yeah, remember, friends, when you hear wind chill, that's just two variables, (laughs) right? right? That's wind and the temperature. Uh, When we hear heat index in the summer, all that is is temperature plus uh, the uh, dew point or the humidity value, which comes up. But what the AccuWeather Real Fuel Scale does is take all of those factors and more because, look, a cloudy, windy day is not going to feel as warm on the temperature scale as if the sun's out. And so AccuWeather takes that. Where's the wind coming from? The amount of humidity in the air. Um, the intensity of the sun. The yep. intensity of the sun. What time of the year is it? Right. Is it is it an 8 UV day or yeah. is it a 3 UV day? So all those things. And it's one scale that works uh, year-round. And then the other thing is what we've done, is, which I think is great, is we've taken that scale and we've divided it up by temperature uh, zones and said, you know, when the temperature's in this zone, it feels this way, chilly, cold, frigid, or you can go up extremely hot, dangerously hot, those kinds of things. So uh, I think it gives a nice kind of equalizing situation because, yeah, one sunny, fit, like New York today, 46 today on a Friday with sun and only about five miles per hour wind that's going to feel not heck, bad. Right, not right. bad. In fact, if you're standing in the sun in might Central actually feel Park, nice. you might get a 50, 51 <laughs> real feel. Yesterday, when that wind was cranking at 30, 35 gusts, that feel was about 33, even oh. in the full sun. So there you go. Or tomorrow, right? Right, yeah. Well, tomorrow's windy and wild and mild and all that kind of stuff. So real feel's a great tool. You can get that on everything. Another tool that um, we have in the app, and that goes with our winter forecast. So... 
you know, I want to talk to you a little bit about this. And we're talking with John Porter, our chief forecaster, chief meteorologist here at AccuWeather. You know, some people say, well, how do you guys do it? What do, what do you do in terms of forecasting amounts? And I think some of this goes back now to AccuWeather uh, has been pretty aggressive at times in putting maps with amounts out, where in the past we were a little more conservative. Everybody was conservative because we knew things could change at the last minute. So when we look at uh, amounts, John, what we're looking at is temperatures, snow intensity, speed that that storm is going. So track, intensity, temperature regime, what the ground is like, uh, is it cold to support it, all those kinds of things. And we come up with a base number, um, and, and that's where we start. And then we have uh, processes as we go through where we continue We're constantly to refining and looking right. at it. Is that right? Yep, right, right. Exactly. Now, look, I think part of the process is uh, I think meteorologists over the last 20, 30, 40 years have talked about persistence in some in ideas because the model set can change on a dime. Sometimes what we call the windshield wiper effect is five <laughs> days out, the storm looks like it's going to barrel through New York City. <laughs> Two days out, that storm track is 30, 40, 50 miles to the south. And then closer to the event, it's windshield wipered back to where it's right over the city again. And we see that. And, and we take all that into account. I think, we do. Uh, you know, look, uh, the, the goal with the snow totals, and uh, this is obviously one of the trickiest forecasts that we make, but it's the most important to people in terms of helping them understand sort of the scale of the storm, how to better prepare, what they can be dealing with in each of their communities. And we put a lot of time and effort into having the most accurate, proven most accurate snow forecast in any of those communities. And as you said, Dean, having a, a, our, fir our first snow map available just as soon as we are, have the confidence to provide that, knowing, and, and our users know, that we're going to constantly be refining it, right. making changes if we need to. If we need to. But we are very deliberate about how we do that. And when we put out that first snow map, that's when we activate Wintercast in the app. Yeah, I want to talk and about that. And time after time after time, we're the first to be able to do that, to be able to provide information to people about uh, what type of storm they're expecting. And uh you know, Dean, I don't know if there's anything else around here that gets the debate nah. going, all right? Oh, yeah. And you know we have a team of over 100 uh, expert meteorologists right. here, and uh, the forecast that you see on AccuWeather.com and in any of our forecasts is not Dean's forecast. It's not my forecast. It's our forecast. It's our forecast, right. and we own it. Yeah. And we come with a process that has been tried refined, and tried and true, and refined over the years to debate it, and sometimes those debates are passionate. Okay, because we have people who really, yeah. really want to get the best forecast, right? And I cannot tell you how many times it has been very hard over the years to not make a change to a number, right? But understanding, the, as I call it, the theory of the storm and understanding what are the weather patterns that are going on here beyond just the models yes. that are subject to those kinds of variations that you talked about in a wide variety of other problems – that we've been able to provide a more accurate forecast because we held to a specific number, and yeah, that's one of the most uh, it's one of the most difficult things that we do. Dean, you've been with us uh, in many of those uh, many of those debates, yeah. battles, as we sometimes call it over the years. But that's how we get the best product. It is, and let's talk about Wintercast because I think that then takes this to another level. And this became, I think, kind of a, an idea born out of one of our meteorologists on the floor. Uh, Dave Dombeck, who 
when we're talking to some of our high-level um, media clients, you know, yes, our forecast for New York City, say, is 4 to 8 with uh, 2 to 4 in the northern western suburbs or something like that. But what Dave would do is say, okay, for the New York City area, for the city itself, 4 to 8 is what we think, but there still could be a 20%, it's 2 to 4, and then a 60, you know, a 30%, there's more than the 8, but the, 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 the bread and butter is in the middle of that forecast. Now you can see that same kind of thinking that Dave gave our big clients to you, because this is the information you get with Wintercast. That's right. We're all about making, uh, all, we, we like to, as I say to people, oftentimes we work very closely with our product team and, and all the many IT professionals that we have here at AccuWeather, but we want to take the thoughts that are in our experts' minds and make sure we're communicating that with our uh, with our our uh, special language that uh, that we put into our apps and also the tools like Wintercasting, and that was born out of exactly that type of an approach. Uh, when I ran our R and D group um, for many years, several years ago, um, this was one of the capabilities that we that we brought into the AccuWeather products because, as I call it, not every four to eight inch snowstorm is created equal. Some of them we are very confident that that's going to be. Locked in four to eight inches, right? Days and days in advance. Others, well, there's a. The, we want to show and communicate. This could be a little bit higher, or a little bit lower. That allows it to us to do that. So that's why that's such a powerful tool. Nobody else has something like that. Uh, AccuWeather Wintercast that also tells you when it's going to start and when it's going to end in in your community. And Dean, one of the other things that we do, and we spend a lot of time lo- looking at this too, is how we're going to communicate it. We have the best descriptions of the weather in our app too that. We use language like a heavier band of snow will cause sharp variations in snow totals. You have to click into the day-by-day forecast, and we'll see, you'll see that kind of language like we used in the big event in New York City New last York year, City 8 last to 12 year. inches of snow right. across the area, but very little sharp variations, very little west of 287 in New Jersey and more than a foot out on Long Island. So that's the kind of description that you can get only from AccuWeather. Right, because you know this is the challenge we have in this new world. Like if I'm pulling up a digital forecast on my app, that is for right at that place, right? It's right in that zip code, right in that little you know, square <laughs> quarter of a mile, basically. Your little world, right? Right. Now, um, <laughs> we see in a metro situation like New York, vast differences between those suburbs inland and Long Island and... Those permutations can really run the gamut from more to the north and west to less to the north and west. I mean, it's, it's all kinds. But I think that kind of stuff. I, I think the other thing I wanted to say is I think too many times even I, as a meteorologist, get so caught up in the amount aspect. Yeah. We forget the impact. Yeah, the impact is important. Right, because right. a three to six inch snow in the dead of winter That's true. December, yep. early January into the end of the January is a different animal than a three to six inch snowfall in March when by noon or 2 a.m. or 2 p.m. it's melted. Poof, right? it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> so impacts. Or the first one of the year on the other side. Right, right? because right? everybody doesn't know what to do in right. the first snowfall. They're getting used right. to snow yeah, driving, right? right? Exactly. <laughs> Us included, right? Our producer uh, laughed at that because, you know, we, we see that They're here in State College. The first snowflakes fly and there's people that aren't used to snow and they don't know what to do. But no, look, come on. We wouldn't have that. That's everywhere anymore. But look, I, I think the the impact and and that's the kind of thing that you're talking about in the messaging when you look at our 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 app and you look at the worded forecast or you look at 
um, you know, your, your AccuWeather.com worded, you're going to find the wording. And in there, there's going to be something about impact either at that point or I think the other thing you're saying that we're doing and I'm seeing is if there's something like today, sunny, cold, and then there'll be something like get ready for a big snowstorm tomorrow. Yes. That if, if I'm only looking at day one, I haven't even thought about tomorrow. For whatever reason, I'm living under an egg and I don't know what's really going on. Well, people are busy, right? Right, I know. Yeah. So, oh, sunny and cold. Day. Oh, there's a storm coming tomorrow. Right. I better look. Right, right. and that's go. what we call, we don't. We, we want to always highlight that. So that's what you'll see, uh, partly sunny today and exp, uh, look for a, a big storm potential on the weekend, right? Just to, what's the, as I call, what's the screaming message? What is it that we want people to be aware of? We know, People live increasingly busy lives. Mm. And as we talked about going back to the volatility of weather, we want to make sure we're providing in the moment mo- the most relevant information. The other piece I wanted to mention, Dean, is we've talked a lot about our great tools here, too. It's also the passion of our team and getting this right and honing in on all these impacts. You know, I was thinking um, maybe we, we need the, the Dean cam here to see all the different, <laughs> you know, you're, you're in the, in your, in your, uh, broadcast boop, studio boop, boop. Yep. talking on, uh, you know, uh, live on, uh, big stations on winds on WBBM in Chicago and, uh, me- and the many other clients, uh, that, uh, that you partner with on a day-to-day basis, then out popping out onto the floor on our TV network, out onto the operations floor, talking about many intricacies in a forecast. And many of our team members do the same thing, right? We're on different platforms, on social media, on the AccuWeather television network, and sharing all these different ideas. It really is fun to watch in the moment um, in terms of the collaboration and how we're all working together to come up with not only the most accurate forecast, but communicate all those special details that set us apart. I think that may be an idea for a, a channel or something. <laughs> yeah. like we could do a live podcast go. or something from out on the floor and everybody could see. Actually, we, we should do that we, out on the floor in a major event well, so we can show what I'm, that's like. I right? would love to do that. I'll anchor that for you. All right. right. All right. We're talking to John Porter, our chief meteorologist, and gave you all the information about the tools that you can use. Real quick, looking at this pattern, as uh, we'll just fast forward into the what we do the second segment was the weather for the upcoming weekend and week beyond. So this weekend, a lot of zonal flow. It's uh, pretty fast as jet stream from west to east. Cold air is pretty locked north of I-80, let's say, and then the south is pretty warm. There, there's definitely going to be some energy this weekend in the southeast, some showers, some even some thunderstorms. There could be some heavy rain pockets again down the southeast. There, there can be. And uh, one thing about that jet stream, that fast flow of the jet you just talked about, that's going to be screaming at 35, 40,000 feet, the, the uh, altitude that uh, planes fly at, right? So if you have a flight from the West Coast to the East Coast, <laughs> like L.A. <laughs> to New York City, you're going to be loving that. That might cut out a half, an hour, an half hour? hour to an hour yeah. on your flight. Now, the opposite way yeah. <laughs> may add a half hour an hour, right? And I'm not loving that if I'm right. on that right. Boston heading out to L.A. or it's New like York heading out to L.A. Going but anywhere, right? That's one of the times we're going to have a feature on the AccuWeather Network about that uh, here uh, coming up very shortly. This is one of the times where you actually have that fast flow aloft is covering much of the country, so it's really noticeable right. in terms of that. But yes, uh, more wet weather across the south uh, this week. And then, Dean, of course, all the eyes are on what happens uh, sort of into next week. Yeah, second half of next week could get interesting, friend. It could get interesting. And I think, I guess, the, the main theme that we feel pretty confident about is that the uh, chilly air is going to be uh, racing in and, and holding across the northern Rockies and northern plains. Yeah. That's for sure. Right. There will be pieces of this that it seemed like will split off from times into the Great Lakes and even into the Northeast. And then as these little ripples 
This is uh, one of these uh, sl- uh, challenging weather patterns yeah. because these little ripples coming in from or the little, Pacific. little pieces of energy in, in yeah. the flow that have just enough oomph to kind of start to stir something up. And then what happens is the energy of the northern piece of the jet stream and one of these little ripples could combine and bring us something a little more significant. And with the cold air in, in place at times, that's when things could be interesting. Ooh. And we think in the middle of the month... Uh, that's the opportunity for there to potentially be a more widespread snow, a widespread snowstorm across parts of the um, Ohio Valley, Great Lakes, and potentially even into the Northeast. So, yeah, that would be towards the end of next week and the week beyond is something we have to keep an eye on. But uh, interesting weather. But it's been nice the last couple of, uh, you know, in and out of this cold and um, at least th- these uh, sharp cold snaps of the last week or two have been, uh, you know, moving away pretty quickly, not holding in like that last one did in the middle of the month, but it looks like we could have another one of those coming in the middle of this next month. So that'll be interesting. John, thanks so much for being with us here today. Uh, well, thanks for all your hard work. And I know you're proud of the team that works so hard every day. Oh, a- absolutely. We've got a great team here. And as, as we were talking about, it's always fun to watch how we respond to these different types of uh, weather events and work together to just make the most accurate forecast, but have the best information available. Because at the end of the day, that's what this is all about, Dean. It's providing you, our users, with the best and most accurate information so that you can make the best decisions, whether that's planning what your kids need to wear at the bus stop or if it's when you're going to fly or uh, or even more importantly, um, in terms of Getting to safe shelter when you have minutes to spare on a tornado warning. Or or, or, or snow squalls. Or snow squalls, you're right. Situation. Yep. Chief Meteorologist John Porter joining me, and that'll do it here for this week's episode of Everything Under the Sun from AccuWeather.com. Make sure you download that app either on the uh, Apple Store or, the, and, or Google Play, and make sure you've got that app right in your wheelhouse to use all those tools we talked about. You can use our great uh, AccuWeather.com website where you can watch our network on AccuWeather now through the website, or if you have access to the network on your cable system or over the top streaming, you can do that too. Or you can listen to one of our great media partners, some guys on the radio in New York City in the mornings. I don't know. His name's Dean. He's kind of okay. Who is that guy? I don't know. He's, he's on FM now on 92.3 FM. He's also on the AccuWeather Network quite often as well <laughs> yeah. now. It's, it's starting to happen. Yeah. All right. For all of us at AccuWeather, for our executive producers, Ken Prell and Andrew Robb, and our hundreds of team members that work so hard every day, Weatherproof your life with AccuWeather. We'll talk to you next week, week two of our winter series. This is Everything Under the Sun from AccuWeather.com. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to subscribe to, rate, and review Everything Under the Sun on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And of course, if you have an idea for a future podcast, just email us at AccuWeather.podcast at AccuWeather.com. 
And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.